Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hey, hey, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. So today I'm talking about self-compassion because in my membership, Thrive Solo, one of the elements of it is a book club. And this month and next, we're reading a book called Self-Compassion by Kristin Neff. So this subject is on my mind and I thought I would just do a mini-sode about it because I reckon it's something we all need more of in our lives. So I don't know about you, but I have spent the vast majority of my life being an absolute bitch to myself, criticising myself, blaming myself, having a go at myself, and generally being really, really mean to me. And until relatively recently, this was just my kind of go-to way of being with myself. And I didn't really think anything of it. In fact, I didn't think about it at all. It was just so normal for me to be really self-critical all the time and to constantly just have a go at myself and tell myself I wasn't good enough or I wasn't intelligent enough or berate myself for things that I did or said. So, you know, whenever I had fucked up in some way or if I'd done something that was embarrassing or if I'd acted like an idiot or something hadn't gone the way I wanted it to or I'd lost my temper with someone, or I'd failed at something, or basically whenever anything difficult or hard or unpleasant happened, I generally would berate myself for whatever it was, rather than showing myself compassion, which as I know now, is what I and all of us need to do. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure it's not just me who does this. I think many of us, particularly women, have this tendency to be incredibly self-critical and it's just got to stop. You know, we essentially treat ourselves like shit and we beat ourselves up and we are judgmental about ourselves. It's kind of like we are our own worst enemy. And when you think about it, what the hell is that about? We end up saying the kinds of things to ourselves that it wouldn't even occur to us to say to a friend if something had gone wrong in their lives. And that's where we need to start coming from. We need to start treating ourselves in the same way we would treat our friend or our sister or our niece or anyone that we love. 
And the thing is that this constant self-criticism isn't actually motivating us to work harder or to be better. It's actually just increasing our sense of isolation from ourselves, from the world and from the higher version of ourselves. If you're constantly criticizing yourself, you are literally separating yourself from yourself and you're literally isolating yourself from yourself. And that is not the way to create a calm, peaceful, happy environment inside of your own head. Whereas when you have compassion for yourself, when you acknowledge the fact that you are an imperfect human being like everybody else, you then allow yourself to actually love yourself rather than berate yourself the whole time. And as you know, self-love is everything, corny and cringeworthy as it sounds, because how we feel about ourselves dictates the course that our lives take. We need self-love to be able to grow and get better and live the lives that we want. If we're constantly being self-judgmental, we're literally holding ourselves back from being able to move forward. And that is why we really need to learn to cultivate more self-compassion in our lives. That should be our go-to method of dealing with ourselves, rather than this automatic tendency to be mean to ourselves and about ourselves, which is basically what so many of us do all the bloody time. So here is what I think is a brilliant definition of self-compassion. It is this, the extension of kindness, warmth, and gentle understanding with oneself when faced with adversity. So I'll say that again, the extension of kindness, warmth, and gentle understanding with oneself when faced with adversity. And to me, this is self-compassion in a nutshell, which is essentially that Whenever we're faced with a difficult or unpleasant situation, be that we get fired at work or we say the wrong thing at the wrong time or we do or say something in the heat of the moment that we're not proud of or we make a mistake or we make the wrong choice or we do something embarrassing, whatever it may be, we need to learn how to extend ourselves the same kindness and understanding that we would if it was our best friend telling us the same thing had happened to her. Because if your best friend or anyone you love called you up and said, oh my God, I feel so bad. I just had such a go at this guy on the tube because he accidentally he accidentally made me spill my coffee and I just had the worst day and I was on my way home from work and I was tired and grouchy and oh, I feel awful. I'm such a bad person. What would you say? You'd probably say, don't dwell on this. You did something in the heat of the moment. We all do things like this. You are not a bad person. You're an amazing, kind, lovely person who would never intentionally be horrid or mean to someone. So give yourself a break and let it go. Everyone makes mistakes. That is probably the kind of response you would give to a friend. But when it comes to yourself, would you be so kind? Or would you more likely go round and round in circles in your head about what a terrible person you are and how you deserve to have your coffee knocked out of your hand because you're such a bitch? (laughs) Or maybe your friend calls you to say that she's been made redundant from her job and she's like, oh my God, I'm clearly really bad at my job. Everybody must hate me. I'm useless. This is just so mortifying. I must have done something awful. You would probably be like don't be daft. People get made redundant. It's not about you. It's about the company. You're not bad at your job. You're very conscientious. And yes, it's really shit, but it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Think about all the other thousands of people who've been made redundant. That is probably more likely what you would say to your friend. So yes, 
We have to remember that the most important relationship we have is the one we have with ourselves. And if that's the case, which it is, then we need to cultivate a loving, kind, compassionate relationship with ourselves. We need to basically have our own back. We need to be our biggest cheerleader and our biggest supporter. We need to know that when the shit hits the fan, we are going to be there for ourselves rather than us being the one who who we can rely on to make ourselves feel even more awful than we already do. Because like, what are we doing when we do this? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Why do we treat ourselves worse than we treat anyone else when in actual fact, we should be our own best friend? It, you know, it, it doesn't make sense and it's crazy bonkers. Also, self-compassion is most important in those moments when things aren't going our way. That's when we really need to practice it because it's easy to be nicer to ourselves when things are going well. So anyway, this book by Kristin Neff, which we're reading in the membership, um, I'm finding a lot of it really interesting, actually. And the research shows that the reason we find it so hard to give ourselves compassion is because we hold a belief which tells us that if we're kind to ourselves, we won't get anything done. And if we're kind to ourselves, then we're letting ourselves off the hook. Or if we're compassionate towards ourselves, then we'll be lazy and we won't be productive. Also, somewhere inside of ourselves, we think that we actually need this self-criticism to make us do something. We think it will motivate us to achieve our goals. And often this comes from somewhere in our childhoods, maybe a parent or a teacher or, or an adult who is very influential in our life like a music teacher or a tennis teacher, maybe they were very critical and so we formed the belief that criticism is the way forward and the way to get things done and we carry that belief into adulthood. And I think that there's obviously a place for us to be disciplined with ourselves, totally. I think that's a really, you know, really good thing to be. But there's a big difference between criticising ourselves and being disciplined with ourselves. Anyway, Kristen Neff, breaks self-compassion down into three components. So these are the three things that we need to keep in mind because they will enable us to have more self-compassion. Number one, being kind to ourselves. Number two, we're all in this together. And number three, being mindful of what is. So I'm going to talk very, very briefly about each of these. So the first is self-kindness, which is pretty simple and pretty self-explanatory. But are we doing it? Are we being kind to ourselves? And this might look like literally speaking kindly to ourselves, where normally we would have a go at ourselves. Are we putting a stop to the negative self-talk as soon as we realise it's happening? Self-kindness can also look like actually hugging yourself, which I've got to admit, she talks about this in the book, but I'm not there yet. Um, But the funny thing is that she talks about this in terms of how when we do these things, like if we actually do hug ourselves and show ourselves physical kindness, particularly, you know, something like hugging ourselves or like stroking our arm, it actually produces oxytocin in our bodies, which is known as the love drug, which makes us feel better. So whilst I do kind of cringe at the idea of hugging myself and I'm not there yet, 
I'm willing to give it a go when there is an appropriate moment, but I will keep you posted on that if I remember. Uh, So that's the first thing, self-kindness. The second component is one that I really love because it's the knowledge that we're all in this together. We're all human and we all fuck up regularly. It's just a part of being human because the tendency is that when something goes wrong, say we get fired from our job or we get dumped by someone we're madly in love with and we're heartbroken. I'm not sure I'm using that as an example on this podcast, but anyway, um, what we tend to do is feel like we are the only one who this has ever happened to or the only one who has ever felt this bad we feel completely isolated and alone and we can often think thoughts like oh my god why is this happening to me why am I the only one who's going through this no one else feels like this or has ever felt like this and so yeah we create this idea in our minds that we're totally alone And that just compounds those feelings of shame and not being good enough and there's something wrong with me and, you know, all of that stuff. But when we remind ourselves that we're only human, that we're all only human, and because we're only human, we experience the same shit as every other human, when we remind ourselves that we all have all of these things in common, then we immediately feel better. So we need to really be mindful of and really remember our common humanity. So that's the second component. The third component of self-compassion, according to Kristen Neff, is being mindful of what is. And this is essentially being aware of the thoughts that are going on in your head. And I'm damn sure you'll have heard me talking about this before on the podcast, but in order to recognize that we're being self-critical, we have to become aware of the thoughts that we're thinking so we can change them. And we have to be aware enough to notice when we're having a hard time. So for example, if we quote unquote fail at something, rather than focusing on the so-called failure, we need to notice that we're suffering because of it and subsequently show ourselves some compassion. And mindfulness essentially is the the ability to recognize what we're thinking and how we're feeling, but not be so wrapped up in those things that we lose ourselves in them. Not We don't want to over-identify with our thoughts and our feelings. And yeah, in terms of self-compassion, rather than getting totally swept up in thoughts like, oh my God, why did I just say that embarrassing thing? We need to bring awareness to the fact that we're suffering because of that thing we're embarrassed about, but then choose to be compassionate towards ourselves because we realize that ultimately we're feeling bad and we need some kindness not criticism and if you don't raise your awareness and if you don't become more mindful then you're not going to recognize the way that you're treating yourself all of this stuff really requires us to raise our awareness raise our consciousness so that we can really notice what is going on inside of our heads when you're unaware you can't change any of this stuff. When you're unaware, you can't really change anything. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, but we have got to become more aware of ourselves and our thoughts and the way we are and the ways in which we hold ourselves back and sabotage ourselves. So those are the three components of self-compassion. And before I, before I wrap this up, I'm going to very briefly mention a couple of the benefits of self-compassion. And one of the most consistent findings in the research is that greater self-compassion is actually linked to less anxiety and depression. 
Self-compassion can also enhance motivation and promote health-related behaviours. So, for example, when you have more self-compassion, you're actually more likely to stick to an exercise regime or a healthy eating plan. And self-compassionate people also tend to be happier and more optimistic. So, no more self-criticism. No more treating yourself like shit. No more berating yourself. No more of you being against you. Be kind to yourself, especially when you fucked up or you're having a hard time. Remember that common humanity element that we're only human and we all experience these things. And so we're never actually alone in whatever it is we may be feeling. And bring awareness to your self-criticism and don't allow yourself to get caught up in those kinds of thoughts where you're berate, beat, you're, where you're beating yourself up. Instead, notice that what you need is to be compassionate to yourself. Anywho, I hope this has been helpful in some way. Have a fabulous weekend. Remember that you're awesome. And if you're feeling like shit, why not try giving yourself a hug? Don't have to really. Uh, Anyway, I'll see you guys back here on Tuesday. Okay, bye.